continuing our Church at Prayer series of From Doctrine to Delight. Now, doctrine is just what we believe the Bible principally teaches, and delight is the response to that, the correct response to that doctrine. And well, tonight we're going to be taking a brief glimpse at what the Bible says about the wisdom of God. Now, we could spend the rest of eternity trolling the depths of God's wisdom, but instead we are going to take a brief glimpse through a passage in the Bible of some characteristics of our all-wise God. Now, if you need a Bible, please put your hands up, and our steward will bring you one. We're going to be looking at the book of Daniel tonight. That's chapter 2, verse 17 to 21, page 885. So page 885. Well, now Daniel records events that took place around the 6th century BC before the, or during the time of the Jewish exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Now Daniel, the main character in the passage, he was a young Jewish man. And he was brought in and chosen to be taught the ways of Babylon He was basically a a wise man apprentice under the king. Well, the king had a troubling dream up till this part in the book, and he asked an impossible thing of his wise man, men. He said, I want you to first tell me what I dreamed, and then give me the interpretation to it. And they were gobsmacked. They couldn't tell him the dream because they didn't know what it was. And so he was furious, and out of his fury, he, he said, all the wise men are to die. And so that's where we come to our passage today. So then Daniel, so chapter 2, verses 17 to 21. Then Daniel returned to his house and exclaimed that matter to his friends, Hananiah, Michael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from God of heaven concerning this mystery so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He disposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in the darkness and light dwells with him. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we ask of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Well, in this passage, we see several, several characteristics of our all-wise God and his wisdom. We see, firstly, that wisdom is his, and that this wisdom is revealed to us through his works and through his words, and that's what we're going to look at. So verse 21, or verse 20, firstly, we see wisdom is God's, but what does it mean? What does it mean that wisdom belongs to God? He doesn't go to the store and buy a kilo of wisdom. No, God's wisdom is not merely tangible or intellectual, but it's practical. It is the outworking of his perfect, exhaustive knowledge and sovereignty, his ability to act skillfully in the best possible way to achieve the best possible result all the time, always accomplishing his purpose. There's a famous book by J.I. Packer called Knowing God, and he says this. He says, wisdom is found in its fullness only in God. So wisdom is found in its fullness only in God. He alone is naturally and entirely and invariably wise. So, God's wis- so God is wisdom. 
He is wise all of the time in everything he does and says. It's part of what makes him God. It's an integral part of his essence and his character, part of his nature. He is the fullness of wisdom, its ultimate source, and he's the ultimate distributor of all wisdom. Our God is wise. So first we saw that God is wisdom. Wisdom is his. As we see in verse 20, as if you keep going down the passage, verse 21 says, he changes the times and the seasons. So we also see God's wisdom revealed to us in his works of creation. So all wise God controls the times and the seasons. That's what that means. He has so finely tuned and designed the universe that we can observe and plan and rely on the changing of the seasons. Just think of what this world would be like if the changing of the seasons was not uniform and reliable. Firstly, it would be a nightmare for farmers and holiday goers. They'd always be kept guessing, is next week going to be a winter or summer? Maybe a hint of spring? Is it time to plant or time to harvest? Should I wear my Hawaiian shirt and shorts or should I wear my jacket and trousers? That would be ridiculous. It would be mayhem. But God in his wisdom intelligently designed the earth with all of its rotating and revolving around the sun in itself. He divinely planned and wisely placed everything exactly how he wanted it to the exact measurement. It said that if the earth was to shift closer or further away from the sun, we'd either burn up or we'd all freeze. And I won't even get started on the other complexities of creation like the human eye or, or it's just, it's crazy. And is all this just an accident, a mere anomaly? How did it all happen? But in the Bible it says, God created all things. And God has left his stamp of his wisdom on everything he has made. So we also see in this passage that God did not only reveal himself through his works of creation, but he also has revealed himself through his word. In verse 21, if you look down, it says, carrying on, he disposes kings and raises up others. So he's not just this intelligent designer, watchmaker in the sky, but he disposes of kings and he raises up others. We find out who this designer is. We find out that, yes, he created all things by the word of his mouth, but he also sovereignly sustains all things and is actively working in and through all things, especially in the lives of men, to achieve his purpose, as we see in this passage. It's only in his word that we find out these sovereign details of our Lord, our God. In God's word, he has widely, wisely revealed to us himself and what he requires. It's not just an instruction manual. We find out what is wrong with man today, that the, the heart of man's problem is the problem of man's heart. We find out that this heart problem has affected all of us in everything and is diagnosed as sin clearly in the Bible. And this sin which is breaking God's rules or missing God's mark of perfection has separated us from God and earns and pronounces us guilty before him. However, God in his wisdom and his mercy and his perfect wisdom made a rescue plan, a way for a sinful man to be reconciled to himself, forgiven, given a new heart, new life, a new hope, a true hope. Our all-wise God sent his son Jesus, who is God in the flesh, the word of John chapter one, the embodiment of, of the fullness of wisdom to seek and to save that which is lost. 
in Colossians, it says that in Christ is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. But this Jesus came and died in the place of sinners so that through him we could have life and a saving relationship with God. And the question today is, do you know this all-wise God? And the Bible presents the how, by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. The Bible is full of instruction for wisdom, full of the characteristics explaining of this, who this God is. We see also that the Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A fool says in his heart that there is no God. The Bible says and tells us that if anyone lack wisdom, you should ask from God who gives generously. Our God is a God of wisdom. But there's so much that could be said about this wise God. Yet tonight we have seen this wisdom presented to us by way of his works in creation and his word and redemption. If you're not a Christian here tonight, please believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek him and you will find him. Come talk to one of us after the, after the service. There's a prayer team down front. I'll be in the back or ask the person who brought you. And if you are a Christian, if you're a believer here tonight, let these truths of God's wisdom sink deep into your hearts. Remind you of this all-wise God who provided for us an amazing Savior who didn't just create everything but sovereignly is working in and through all things for his glory. Let this doctrine of God's wisdom stir us to delight. Our God is wise.